Hey sports fans and welcome to episode 39 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page with the same name, State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You're alerted when a new episode is out. And subscribe to our YouTube channel to uh, watch each segment throughout the week. Episode 39, not a whole lot locally going on. So we're going to talk about the conference championship games in the NFL this past week. And give kind of a way too early Super Bowl preview. Uh, We'll have a banana boat segment where we each give our four favorite athletes of all time. And Kyle will be hosting a brand new segment we call King Kyle's Stanley Cup of Questions. Ooh. So... Uh, we're we are down to our last weeks of the hop last two weeks of the hops brewing company and cafe picks of the week and we'll also do some beer grades for you all i am sam waldhart and with me today we have kyle fossey ryan waldhart and micah smith we're here to talk some sports and drink some beer and have a good time doing it so uh, we'll jump into some beer intros ryan do you want to start us off with that yeah tonight i'm drinking tied down to michigan ipa from grand armory brewing I don't know if we've done this one or not. I think mm-hmm. you guys said that, that we gave this one a grade already or not. I'm not sure. I, it looks familiar. I'm not positive who it was, but yeah, somebody so, did. Uh, th- you know, they're out of Grand Haven. So far, I really like the beer. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say at this point. Cool. Kyle. I have Lager of the Lakes from uh, from Bells. It is a Bohemian Pilsner. Um, what is Bohemian? Can you, do you, you end up looking that up? I don't. I didn't. Uh, I like the name of it, and it has a little map on the on the can, which I liked. Okay, so you get um, lost. Yeah. Right. Right. Find your way. Yeah. You know, exactly. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We'll figure out this Bohemia thing yet. Isn't Bohemian a, a region or something in the world? Isn't it have to do with the Bahamas? I believe. I don't know. The only the only reason why I know that word is because of Bohemian Rhapsody. So, the the song, not the movie, but. Micah, what are you drinking today? From White Flame Brewing, I'm drinking Double Tap. It's a session IPA. It tastes just like a basic IPA. Cool. I am drinking from Perrin Brewing Company, a coffee latte. It's full-bodied brown ale with coffee, light chocolate notes, and rich roasted aromatics. Aromatics. Aromatics with added milk, sugar, and a creamy malt finish. I can taste the creaminess in this Ooh. beer. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. good for uh, you. Perrin is in Grand Rapids, Michigan, or Comstock Park, Michigan. Yeah. So pretty close by. So we've done several of their beers. I, I have a little update on the Bohemian thing. Awesome. Do, yeah, yes. this is. Jump in. So yeah. I, I guess it's kind of like a fashionable or like an artistic kind of thing. Uh, it's the same kind of thing as a hippie. Oh. In the end, but it's just more, it of, an a, but it's yeah. more, more of an ancient time hippie kind it of thing. It is not. The Bahamas. I will promise so you that. <laughs> <laughs> so it probably came from a so from a city or from a region that were just full of a whole bunch of hippies, and then the, it spread. Bohemia is defined as socially unconventional, artistic people in the areas they frequent. Huh. Well, if you're not here for sports talk, you are here to learn about what Bohemian means. Yeah. So I think we're always learning. We're filling. We're filling this is people's Ryan's needs here. Culture corner. Love it. Yeah. Good oh, stuff. there you go. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump down to, to what happened on Sunday, the conference championships. I think it's probably one of the, the best weeks in, in the football season other than opening week. Um, I like it better than more than – I like it more than Super Bowl Sunday personally because it's just more tame and it's about the football and it's not about the that's true all the goofy stuff. So uh, Chiefs and Titans, we'll start with them. Uh, Sunday afternoon, the Chiefs trail the Titans by 10 two different times. 
but stomped, stomped their ticket to the Super Bowl with a clock-dominating 14-point fourth quarter to win 35-24. Uh, Patrick Mahomes went 23 of 35 for 294 yards and two touchdowns. And he was also the Chiefs' leading rusher, which I thought was pretty interesting, with 53 yards on eight carries. Uh, there was It was one of those games that was fun to watch. Um, I, I just sit and marvel at what we see with Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think he struggled at times during the season when he was fighting injuries, but, man, when he's healthy and he's on, he's definitely one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And with the help, uh, with the help of Tyreek Hill and all the weapons and athletes they have on that offense – I mean, I just don't know how you stop them over the course of a whole game. I don't think you do. Yeah, it's yeah, just that's what we saw with the Titans. They were able to stop two huge, awesome teams. You know, going through the Patriots, going through the Ravens. They just they could not do it against the Chiefs in that offense. It was really awesome to see. Yeah, and even though they gave, I mean, they came out punching. Yeah, they had a ten nothing lead. Yep, fourteen or seventeen to seven lead. I think it was seventeen to seven. Mm-hmm. But then. I mean, the Chiefs do it. They just started out slow like they have in the, in the other playoff game. And they just come back and win. It, it's very impressive the way they do it because they do it so fast and so methodical. Yeah. It, it's imp- it's very impressive they, to see. They've got a lot of nice offensive weapons. They do. I mean, Nicole Hardman from Georgia, he's a stud. Yeah. And he's a Travis Kelsey <laughs> is one of the best wide receivers. In, I know. Or, sorry, tight ends in, in, in the NFL, for but, sure. But he's quiet a lot of times because their offense is so good, he doesn't need to be involved. But you yeah. still have to double him. Yeah, he wasn't too, he wasn't involved too much last against the Titans, but the week before he was incredible. Yeah, so, so they can choose the guy that goes <clears throat> off each week. Yeah, I think it was Sammy Watkins this past week. Was, it was kind of their, their go-to, which when you're playing a good Tennessee defense, that's what you have to do is kind of move down the list of your top wide receivers and, hey, and find that guy. If Sammy Watkins is your number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wide receiver option. That's you're wild. Doing, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, I I think their run defense looks much improved. I mean, they held Derrick Henry to only 69 yards on 19 carries, but but I think they handled them well mainly because they took a lead. And they got they got that lead in the for, at before halftime and basically were able to just suffocate the Titans and take Henry out that way. When you're up two scores, I mean, nobody's going to be able to run the ball. And they kind of had to go away from their 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 game plan to kind of run Henry to the ground basically like the Titans would want to do and they just basically said Tanhill better beat us because yeah. we're not going to let Henry. I think that's the difference in this too. If you sell out to stop the run, you can normally stop the run. If you mm. if you load the box every single time, you can you can usually slow somebody down or ma- at least make them have an average game, which is what we saw this game. And they dared Tanhill to beat him and he's just not good enough to beat them. Yeah. And, and Kansas City has enough of the big playmakers on their defense. Even though their defense will give up points, they have Tyron Matthew. They have some of these other guys on their team. Frank Clark. Frank Clark, yeah, these playmakers that – I mean, th- this is those are the type of guys that we were waiting for the Lions to have the whole season. That's what they didn't have, those, those guys on the defensive line to – you know, the safety to make those big plays. When you need it the most, the Chiefs have those guys on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a flashy defense like I think 49ers are, where it's just like in your face constantly, down after down, and you're getting pressure four out of you know four down linemen or anything like that. But they're they're starting to really pick it up down the stretch. Their defense, it, it was bad early on, and their numbers don't look good overall for the season. But down the stretch, their defense improved a ton, and I think it's it's showed against you know the Titans, who's 
decent enough to, to do what they did against the other two teams that they played, whoever they were. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, right they now, still gave up 24 points to yeah, the Titans. So. That's true. Yeah, so uh, we'll jump down to the 49ers and Packers. Uh, Sunday evening, the 49ers curb stomped the Packers 37-20, to 20, <laughs> but it really wasn't even that close. 27 nothing at half, and holding the Packers only 93 yards in the first half, along with forcing two turn two costly turnovers, including a terrible throw and uh, you know a fumble out with a snap by Aaron Rodgers. Um, I re- that just really made the first half you know as bad as it was. It was just 49ers scoring 10 points in the final two minutes is really what took that game in control and made it feel like yeah Packers aren't going to be able to come back from this. Um, you know I think the most most telling stat to me for this game was was Jimmy G only needing to throw the ball eight times. All game long, you only threw the ball eight times. Six of eight for 77 yards. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, I can't even believe that. Something called Raheem Most- Mostert <laughs> had 220 yards on 29 carries and four touchdowns. And the 49ers just basically did the same thing they they did to the Vikings before. They're like, we're just going to run the ball. And until you stop us, I mean, we're just going to keep doing it. So good luck. So um, everyone knows that I would take a lot of joy in watching the Packers lose and watching Aaron Rodgers look basically helpless. Yeah, I think. By almost like, crying. You don't like the Packers? Like, I don't like the Packers. Oh. <laughs> Never I think, knew that. I think oh. your description <laughs> of the game just new? Set had it nothing off. to do Curb with. Curb stomps, yeah. awful throw with a fumble, embarrassing fumble. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of emphasis there. <laughs> a of, there's a lot of hatred here. <laughs> so, yeah, Michael, it's it. easy. Michael, what did you think about the game? Obviously, you're disappointed in, in it. but Yeah, Green Bay made too many mistakes and it hurt them in the long run. And there were no defensive adjustments at half to help stop the run, which was embarrassing. So you've been pretty you've been pretty high on their defense this year. Um, so I mean, what, what do you think the the issue was there? Just that good of a of a team, or like you said, San, lack of adjustments? San, both. The, there were no adjustments made, and San Fran in the trenches, uh, flat out just beat the Packers. They they did. Their offensive line, their defensive line, as far as San Fran goes, they are absolutely stacked. Have you guys ever seen a game like this before? This is – I don't think in my memory I can even remember a game where the offense looked so creative, so great. I don't know. The execution that the, that the running game that the 49ers had was incredible. Yeah, like, it's not just you have – you don't just have a running back that you're just pounding and pounding. Like, the way that they create holes, mm-hmm. the way that they're swinging like offensive linemen from one side to the other. You got Joe Staley downfield, dude, yeah. like blocking guys in the secondary almost. It it's, was it's just insane. A- every single play worked, and they you could see how it, uh, you know, the diagram version of it on a whiteboard would make sense, but you don't see the execution like that. Yeah. It was every play. It's really and it was impressive. like, oh, look at this. They had two guys, and it was like the announcers were loving it. They were just watching. It was it was I don't know like a ballet it was yeah. unfolding in yeah. front no, of me. It was it, it, crazy. It, it, I feel yeah. like that that was a type of game and with the, with the announcers and so they helped me see that stuff. Yeah, and they show it to it's like holy smokes! Like this is something that you don't generally see. You're exactly right with that. I I think what San Fran did this year or over the past few years was pretty remarkable. I mean everything from their GM, their coaching staff, uh, their player personnel, everything. They they really put something special together it's yeah. very very good I, so what i did in kind of gearing up for this game and just researching is i mean this during the whole game every single time somebody would make a play the 49ers have that team where you just have to look up who that guy is because you don't even know mm-hmm. i mean they just have a whole roster of those guys like raheem mostert who's undrafted out of purdue and then you have even jimmy garoppolo is a second round pick 
out of what Eastern Illinois. Yeah. So they have a collection of these guys. Debo Samuel. I mean, he wasn't a big guy coming out of college out of South Carolina. You know, George Kittle, fifth round out of Iowa. Dre Greenlaw, fifth round out of Arkansas. Kawan Williams, undrafted out of Pitt. That's crazy. I mean, they, the list goes on and on. Kendrick Bourne, their third string or their third uh, number three wide receiver, undrafted out of Eastern Washington. Wow. Lakin Tomlinson. That's yeah. I didn't know Former all this. Lion. Wow. Former Lion. Second round pick from the Lions. That sucks. It's, but he's killing it as guard right now, and yep. he's he's always been the athlete at that position. The Lions gave up on him. He was out of Duke, right? Uh, he was out of yeah. I don't know. I just said he was a former Detroit guy. That's, okay. that's what I looked up. Yeah, but I but yeah. So that you know, obviously they have somebody special in their front office who's able to see not only see what these guys are capable of, but then also put the whole package together and build the offense around those guys. Which is funny. So I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, is it Lynch? That's that's their general manager, right? He came out of the booth. He was the former the former Bronco. Uh, I'll have to look that up. L- I don't know. Yeah, look it up. That's him? I know John Lynch. John Lynch. Yeah, it is John Lynch. 100%. John Lynch. Yeah, he's their GM. Mm-hmm. And guess who his right hand man is? Martin Mayhew, former GM for the Detroit no, Lions. Oh, yeah, we hate so, him. And he was he was Matt Millen's right hand man. So it's like Millen came out of the booth. And sucked as a GM. Oh, you're right. With, with Martin Mayhew right there sitting next to him. Now you got Same John Lynch scenario. with Martin Mayhew succeeding him. And they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, oh. it sucks. Um, but, I mean, you, you named a lot of players that were low draft picks and stuff like that, but the heart and soul are the high draft pick. Their defensive line, I think all all four of them Nick Bosa. are You're talking about Nick are Bosa. High, high-end draft picks. Oh, in the backfield is, every single he snap. He is Amazing, he's, he's a beast, insane. So, and then and then you mix with the guys, the veterans that they go out and sign, who are just kind of overlooked at this point. Yep. And I just wrote, you know, wrote down, you know, Richard Sherman, Tevin Coleman, yep. Emmanuel Sanders, Joe Staley. I mean, these guys. I mean, Staley's been one of the best for a long time. Yeah, but these guys just come together so well with this other group and to make it. I mean, this is a special team in my mind. Very much. Yeah. He's the guy from West Michigan, right? Yeah, he's from Rockford. Joe Staley. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the coolest things I think about that game, uh, and you guys know me, I get emotional when I'm over silly things. Here we go. But when uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan's the head coach, right? Oh, oh, I thought he was going to go after me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's the head coach. Yeah, uh, his yep. dad, uh, his name escapes me, first name doesn't matter. Mike. Mike, Mike Shanahan. Shanahan, head coach, yeah, of the Broncos who won the Super Bowl. Was able, they, that's who handed the trophy off. And then the owner, which is one thing I hate about all sports other than hockey, is the owners get the trophy. And they try to hand the trophy to the owner. He goes, no, 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 pass this one on to the head coach. So it was like yeah, it's cool. dad handing off the, the trophy that's to cool. his son. Yeah. I got a little teary-eyed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but I, I do that no matter what. So um, I just like seeing people happy, and I like seeing Aaron Rodgers sad. So it was a really good day for me. <laughs> um, well, one thing, at least there's that. One thing about Aaron Rodgers, though, <laughs> that, that I would be absolutely furious if I was a Packers fan was on that fumble. He was the only one that knew the ball was on the ground, and he just sat there and looked at it and took three steps the opposite way of the football. He, in, in just his demeanor in this game, and look, I know yep. they're, they're playing a very good team. I don't want to discredit the 49ers and say that the Packers are absolutely terrible or anything like that, but like he, he seemed like he didn't care. In, in a lot of ways. And that would absolutely piss me off as a as a Packers fan. But at the same time, he's still one of the greatest quarterbacks in, in NFL history. So yeah. but I'm I'm just curious of the way he carried himself that game. I don't think he looked very good. I would highly agree. Yeah, I like that. Come on from a Packers I thought you were gonna Ooh. argue with me on that. No, not at all. No, so I'm not here to you, argue with you. It's did, a no, pointless did, thing. Did you did you think that I mean, how did you feel about Rodgers in that game? He 
he just wasn't Aaron Rodgers. I, I, there's no other way to put it. He did not play at the level he's expected to play at, and he he had terrible body language is how everyone's putting it. I think that's the best way to put it is, oh, the, the ball's on the ground. I don't think I'll just step back, let someone else figure it out. Of course, of course I'm pissed. Yeah. Of course everyone else is It reminded is me a lot of uh, when Cam Newton did that in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Kind of backed up. It's, just, it like, it's so stupid. I mean, I, I don't know if you're – Honest to God, so worried about getting hurt and getting, you know, hogpiled on. I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be in that moment, but I sure as shit would go get the ball. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yep. I, I'd be a little disappointed with that. But the, st- um, the stat line was just crazy to look at with Rodgers going 31 for 39, 326 yards. And then, yeah. you, and then you have Jimmy G throwing six of eight <laughs> for seventy-seven, and you, yeah, guess who wins? You know, I was shocked by Rodgers' numbers. Those looked a lot better than the way, yeah, that's like the bad. throws that he missed mm-hmm. were. They probably should have been completions, but he absolutely missed them. I thought. Well, they were. There such, was obviously a couple of drops as well. Yeah, there were big plays early on in the game. Yeah, some made awful this, throws. Yeah, yeah. Not, a, not a good. I think game. he started nine of nine, and then he missed three in a row to end the 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 first half, and that was really just the dagger because it was it, the game was within reach. You go down and score, otherwise. But instead, you gave up ten points in the last two minutes, and see ya. You know, you got to throw your game play out or game book out the window there. Um, with when you have a good good running back in Aaron Jones, that could have helped a lot better, I think. But yeah. um, talk a little bit on the Super Bowl. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it um, because we have next week, all that stuff. But um, I, I'm just really amped for this game. I think this is the perfect matchup for a Super Bowl. You have the best quarterback in the league right now you have just a flat-out deep team uh, like the true team aspect of the 49ers I think is is kind of cool um just what are you guys initial feelings going into this game I I I think San Fran's D is so good that they're going to put a damper on the Chiefs offense yeah I mean I think it's it's going to be a lot of a lot of a lot of fight I, just a, a silly way of putting it for the their def, the 49ers defense and the Chiefs offense going at it. I mean, it is going to be fire fighting fire. This this is exactly the game we wanted to see. We wanted mm-hmm. to see the 49ers and their defense, their crazy offense too. It's just unconventionally good yeah. yep. against this amazing offensively talented Chiefs team. And I mean, if you look at if we if it was going to be Packers Titans like Nobody would have been pumped for that. No, because except been, for Micah. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, this is this is the matchup we wanted. I think I don't know. I I'm looking at this and thinking that the 49ers at least have a strategic advantage right now because the last two games, because they did it against Minnesota too, they've hardly thrown the ball. They haven't even opened up their playbook. They've mm-hmm. just they've dominated. When everybody knew it was going to happen, they threw the stack boxes against them. Didn't matter. They ran right through it. Yeah, and they dominated two games in a row running the ball. Being creative on that side, they have a whole half of the playbook or more that hasn't been opened yet. Yeah, and and, and at least uh, in the playoffs, and J- it's not like Jimmy Garoppolo's a Ryan Tannehill. I know. Like, exactly. I think I think you like with the Titans, you had to hold Tannehill back because he's not very good. Jimmy Garoppolo's proven that he can be in a shootout and win. He did it against the Saints earlier this year. Yep, he did with a very high scoring game, like just slinging the ball. So they have, like I think you said it perfectly, they haven't even had to show half of their playbook the last couple weeks to get to this point it'll be very interesting to see um I think the head coaching personally like I would rather have the veteran I think Belichick kind of showed us that last year when Sean McVay came in in the Super Bowl and the new you know hot shot guy who can do anything he wants 
Uh, and Belichick basically shut him down. It'll be interesting to see if uh, you know Andy Reid can kind of do that to uh, Kyle Shanahan a little bit. What we've seen so far in the playoffs is Andy Reid and the Chiefs getting down and having to make the incredible comeback. I don't see how that's possible against this 49ers team. It's a different built team. Yeah, You cannot – they are so one-dimensionally – they're not one-dimensional, but they're so one-dimensionally uh, uh, gifted, I guess, or dominant in the run game. That's how you – lose your your whole game like Aaron Rodgers didn't get the ball back in the first half or in the second half he didn't have a chance they didn't have a chance to come back because they just kept ticking the clock down with yeah. runs and just beating them giving them a curb stopping yeah basically is what they did. yeah so I don't I mean you just can't come back from a 21 point deficit when the other team is stacked like that you know the Texans when they had that big lead they're the kind of team with some turnovers and they don't have a dominant run game you can make the right plays and come back we saw the Chiefs do that mm-hmm. they won't be able to they have the luxury of falling behind against this team yeah two one more thing that I want to bring up obviously I'm going to try to bring in the Lions in one way or the other that I found interesting so you got George Kittle Travis Kelsey both in this game two of the best two-way tight ends in the NFL I know it's early with Hawkinson if he can turn into you know, three quarters of these guys, I think he's worth that draft pick the way that they, you know, was it at eight, I want to say they drafted him? Maybe it was six, six or eight. Yeah, doesn't matter. Eight. He was uh, eight, yeah. I know th- that's pretty high for a tight end, but if he turns into s- the way that these guys are being utilized for the Lions, I, th- I think that's a win for the Lions. So, um, yeah. What are you looking for with him? With Hawkinson? Like over the, over the offseason, yeah. I'd, I want to see him put on weight. Yeah, I think that's really important. Awesome. Um, and, I mean, I don't think he did a whole lot of bad like I don't think I didn't see bad habits or like oh he can't block he can't do this or he can't do that it's just growing into his body I think he still needs to do he still looks skinny yeah small really up top like really skinny so um that's what I'd like to see him put him on put on some muscle and then obviously just just get a little better I think with in, the in, in the schemes and stuff like that yeah I think with the Super Bowl preview I think Tevin Coleman's health is something to watch well he didn't he break his arm or elbow or something? Oh, see, I don't know. I was going to ask you guys that beforehand, but I forgot to. Okay, yeah, I don't remember what <laughs> it It did not look good. Is it he did, out for good? I know he had an elbow thing, but I didn't know if he was coming back. I guess yeah, I don't know what the, the injury is. I think that is important. But I think that does hurt them, though. It does, yeah. Um, though, I mean, when it happened, it looked bad. He, <laughs> and the fact that he just... Sorry, sorry no, go for it. If you, if you have something. Yeah, there. he dislocated his right shoulder is what it says. Hmm. So that that'll be hard to come back for in two weeks, but yeah, we'll see. Anything's though. possible. They have a lot of tape that you can put on that stuff, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like just shoot them up just with something and 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 get old, get through it. So, uh, very excited for the Super Bowl, though. It'll be it'll be fun. So we're gonna jump down to our banana boat segment for our all-time favorite athletes in no particular order. Um, Mike, I'd like you to start off. Like, who are your favorite athletes and why? First off, I'm going to start with Brett Favre, my all-time favorite athlete. Uh, he was tough as nails. He was named Iron Man, Gunslinger. Uh, he was extremely resilient as an individual, as an athlete as well. Um, he had a love for the game like I've never seen. He loved to play. Yeah, he definitely he was known for the smile and and just having fun, right? Had a lot of fun. Yeah, he Took the words right out of my mouth. He had a lot of fun. Um, there's there's a, a video on YouTube called NFL Mic'd Up. Tons of them, right? Um, if you watch his, I, I guarantee you would end up laughing. He, he's just a funny character type of guy. Um, 
<clears throat> so just quick jump in on this. I just the other day I was watching this throwback nineties quarterback competition after I think after the season was done. And it like was like a Pro Bowl or something. Yeah, yeah, it was a competition of like all the quarterbacks and they were just the long pass, the most accurate, all this stuff. Had like Jim Harbaugh and and really I think maybe even Dan Marino was in it. I don't okay. know, but Favre Probably. got up and everybody was just like joking around They're like oh gosh we have no chance this dude's gonna just he's got a can and he, th- he threw it like eight yards past everybody he threw like <laughs> 78 yards or something crazy Holy smokes and he and he turned around he's just like yeah guys i wasn't even trying all the way <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty fun to watch there, there's there's a point in that video where he's on the sidelines with i can't remember if it was the falcons or the packers but he asked his coach he said hey uh what's a what's a nickel defense and his coach goes, "Oh yeah, hey Brett, are you kidding me?" He goes, "No, no, no. What, what, are, what, what's a nickel defense?" Yeah. He had to explain <laughs> it to him, and he's already in the NFL. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so funny. I feel um, like I feel like I would have liked him if I wasn't such a Lions fan. Oh yeah, you know I mean, for sure. like it, it's sure. a hard, yeah. it's a hard thing to. Oh, I hated him for sure. Yeah. I, I hated him, but I feel like he's the type of guy that I normally would really like if he was not in our division as a Lion fan. You, so. you, I think you really would like him. Yeah. Um, he had the most consecutive starts by an NFL QB at 297, 321 including the postseason. He threw for over 71,000 yards, over 5,000 postseason yards. Uh, he was a 2016 Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee, an 11-time Pro Bowler, and a three-time NFL MVP, and a Super Bowl champ. Cool. Number two. Or just your second guy. Sergey Fedorov. Oh, even there though, it is. Even though he hurt you. Even though he hurt me. Hurt my feelings, man. <laughs> I got feelings. Uh, <clears throat> he had speed that would absolutely kill you. He, he That's the way he played the game, speed, finesse. Uh, being one-on-one was something to absolutely drool over. Um, not to mention the hair. The hair was the white outstanding. Skates. The white skates. He was He was the first first NHLer to be like, look at me. Kind of ahead of his time a little <laughs> yeah. bit that way. Yeah. He was yeah. outfitted in a Nike gear head to toe. It was just something to gawk at. You know, it just looked good, you know, just breezing across the ice. Um <clears throat> So he was drafted by the Red Wings in fourth round, 74th overall in the 89 entry draft. He's a three-time Stanley Cup champion. Uh, he won the uh, 94 Hart Memorial Trophy for the league MVP, and uh, he's played in over 1,200 games, totaling uh, 483 goals, and he's also a three-time Olympian. Crazy. And that, that documentary for the Russian Five really put into perspective you know, what they went through to get here, those Russians. It, yeah. and he was kind of the the first one to truly defect, like kind of yeah. go against the government, which is, is pretty cool. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, go watch it. Yeah. It is really, it really cool. Deal. Yeah, did you end up watching that or no? You, I did, yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Did you like it? Oh, I loved it, yeah. yeah. I, I'm i a huge, like 30 for 30 yeah. is probably my favorite TV show. So like the history documentary of sports, something like that, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, and it was very well done. Too. Yeah, they did a good job. So during his 93-94 season, Fedorov finished second in scoring behind the Kings' Wayne Gretzky with 56 goals and 120 points. Wow. I think that's a pretty big achievement. Yeah, definitely. So who else is on your list? Uh, third guy is Charles Woodson. Okay. Charles oh, that's a good one. That is I a good like one. It. Charles Woodson remains Packer. still the only defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy to this day. Uh, that's that's a special achievement. 
and, as well. And made his little comeback at the end of his career with your Packers. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, won the Super Bowl. Single-handedly won them a uh, Super Bowl. He had the kick return for a touchdown, or, or was that Desmond Howard? That's putting a lot of pressure on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, but him being a two-way player, I mean, in that last game against Ohio State, he was playing special teams, defense, and offense. He was an incredible athlete. Yeah. He, he was so fun to watch. He was – it was like Jabril Peppers on steroids is what it was. Uh, he's a nine-time pro bowler. Um, he's got over 1,100 tackles in his NFL career, 20 sacks, 33 forced fumbles, and he was a hell of a player to watch. He was so much fun to watch. All right, who's your last guy? Last guy, Justin Verlander. I love Justin Verlander. As 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 a a baseball kid growing up, I loved the pitchers. I loved pitching. Pitching was a lot of fun. I think Ryan knows a lot about pitching. He, he, you could, were a pitcher at one point. I could point. replicate your your wind up <laughs> or stretch your pitching routine. <laughs> sure to this day, could. I could. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Micah's <laughs> personal stretch, like his personal pitching. Oh routine? yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> signature. <laughs> It is signature. I feel like we need a video of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just no. show you. Stay tuned for. <laughs> oh. um, he, we, we've talked about Verlander, I would say, probably close to 100 times on this podcast. We we all know what he's capable of. We all know what he's done. Um, highlight reel after highlight reel of him and the previous three players. Nice. I like your four. Those are good four. Well, a couple I don't really like, but. Well, okay. I, no, one I don't like. That's Brett Favre. But but you respect it. But I respect it. I yeah. do. I do. All right, Kyle, your turn to give your banana boat. The boat. Four. Right, so you like mine because I really don't know if you're going to like mine very much. Probably not. Probably not. I'm assuming there's going to be some soccer guys that I've never heard of. No, I think you've heard of the one I'll say. Okay. At All least right. the name. All right. um, I'm going to start with Mickey Mantle. I wish I had like like drops right now that I could throw in it. Like... <laughs> Wrong. Because you know it's soccer, Yankees. And then me, right? I was right, yes. Favorites. Yeah, you're my fourth athlete, of course. But um, Mickey Mantle, um, obviously old, super old school, but love the history of it. Probably the greatest switch hitter of all time. Um, what, 20 time All Star, six or seven? Hold on, I have it here. Seven world championships, three time. MVP. It's crazy. And he also is, I think, the only person in history to have home runs over 600 feet, estimated home yes. runs over yeah. 600 Seriously? feet. Yeah. yeah. And he's got like two or three of them. so powerful. Like, yeah. Yep. Um, and he, he triple crowned once. Did he? Oh, I didn't um, know that. In 56. Okay. Um, so, yeah, great. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of history there with the whole, I was telling Ryan before, I feel like I could have gone like, those teams in those days are just right. Yeah, there's so Yankees. much cool. I mean, I mean, how many? They roof. have no more single-digit numbers that aren't retired. Do they? I don't believe so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, yeah, you gotta have them all in there. So. Right. Hold on. How did they measure home runs back in the day like that? Tape measures. When Tape it went measure. over. <laughs> <laughs> ten footers. Ten yeah, footers ten at foot, a time. Yep. Am I right? <laughs> the fences <laughs> were about six hundred feet away, so they knew they had a pretty good idea. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! They had statues in the outfield, man. <laughs> <laughs> Little targets, like if you hit this, is the six hundred. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like on triple play baseball when he used to play the home run derby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Targets yeah. and stuff. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. Uh, All right. No, who else is on your list? Uh, number 
to, like we said, in no order, Bo Jackson. Okay. Oh, so good. Nice. That's a good one. Um, just an incredible, I think one of Micah's words was just like the athlete. Yeah. It's an incredible, um, I don't know if you, I know we brought up 30 for 30, but if you've seen the 30 for 30 on him, like it's, it's a pretty amazing thing. Yeah. Um, and then the whole two sport thing. Very and, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, and tragic how, not tragic, but terrible how it all ended with him with his, um, what was it, hip socket and then. Yep basically misdiagnosis of what had actually happened that okay. caused um ruptured veins to never be properly treated okay um but no just a, man incredible athlete and I don't, if you haven't seen the 30 for 30 it's great because he's like a cool guy yeah like he doesn't most of it is him sitting in his basement um making arrows because he's a big hunter <laughs> nice. like and really? he's got all these trove like things he's shot and um he just seems like a cool guy. He seems yeah. like a very cool guy. Um, number three, this will be the one Sam loves, Lionel Messi. I've heard yes. of him. He's a soccer player. Yes. Um, I think I've only heard of him because Ari has his jersey. Yeah, Ari so has his jersey. Oh, does he really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, me and Ari got to hang out. <laughs> I went to Italy, and I came back with Messi's jersey. Everybody's oh, like, that no doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> right? He's from Argentina. <laughs> Giving it to a four-year-old. Does it really need to make sense? Yeah, it doesn't right, matter exactly. to me at all. <laughs> if he loves it, he loves it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah just an incredible for what he is. He's so small, he, but he's so quick. He's so... Fun to watch, um, what he can do to defenders, um, it, what he can do with his left foot, um, all the awards he's won, everything like that. I, I recently heard a thing um, describing Messi, talking about, you know, they, there's a, a rivalry with Ronaldo, too, and mm -hmm. who's the best and, and all the all-time greats. Mm -hmm. But what everybody always comes back to is we have never seen anybody <clears> – <throat> play football like Messi. We've never seen anybody handle the right. ball like Messi. Wait, is he a football player or a soccer player? I'm very confused now. I'm, soccer. Oh, I, I am, I right, am okay, repeating I what I heard. I told <laughs> yeah. you that. Yeah. He's a footballer, man. He's a footballer. <laughs> Not American football. <laughs> but just handles the ball like nobody had ever has ever done. Yeah. Like it doesn't – it's one of those like you look at him and it's like Jordan dunking from the free throw line or – Something like that. It looks like it. Sh you should. He's be doing able. amazing things, but he makes it look so effortless. It's not as flashy as like yes, the other guys. That's would, the biggest would make thing. Like be, he'll. Yeah. I, there's videos of like the greatest defenders in the world, and he's m literally making them fall over while he does while he dribbles and or nutmegging them. Like they just look stupid. Like. Um, Wait, what's nutmegging? We just got done talking about what happened to Ryan yeah, this past week. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Literally. just got Ryan Literally. just got surgically nutmegged. <laughs> Do you really not know what a nutmeg is? I have no idea. That's when you dribble like through someone's legs. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't know either. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you guys. Oh. And by dribble, he uh, means with his with their feet. With the oh, feet. okay. Not I was the, like, I didn't. Okay. Not I bouncing the ball. I right, call yeah. that gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. That's. <laughs> I would call uh, it foot handling. It's not foot handling. That sounds weird. Well, I mean, you got, you got like stick handling in hockey. Yeah, is I thought the, you were going to say five hole, too. <laughs> yeah, go five hole. It's right? Yeah, that'd be the, probably the closest I'm thing gonna to it. I'm going to start calling hole. nutmegging a goalie when you go five hole. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's going to really confuse people. All right, who's, who's your last? Number four. Number four. Uh, Derek Jeter. Oh, yeah. The, the almost Jeets. unanimous um, Hall of Famer. Almost. Almost got it. Um, it was between him or... Uh, Mariano. Mario, yeah. Um, but he's a captain, man. Um, so, yeah, obviously he's got, you know, what, almost 3,500 hits, 310 average, 
uh, 14-time All-Star, five-time World Champion. So if he wasn't um, a Yankee, he wouldn't be nearly as as celebrated. Celebrated, I guarantee. That's it. true because his be. numbers aren't like they're they're impressive. And don't get me wrong, in the runs in the in the World Series and stuff like that, and the leader that he was on a very, you know, powerful team with the Yankees. I mean, it's very impressive what he did. Yeah. And I, I think I look at him as overrated mainly because he's just over over. Glorified, I think. I would probably love him if I didn't think people loved him too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he played 20 years. Yeah, it's impressive. He was he an Iron Man. I mean, and, and the fact that he was able to stay out of the crap his whole career is impressive alone. That's true. Um, in, yeah. in New York City. Yeah. I always got to the um, a 321 batting average in the World Series. That's pretty crazy. That is impressive. That is. That, which is the record. That's it. Yeah. Is it? And, um, and his last at bat, even, right? Game winner. That yes. Was, yeah. I mean, the, oh, yeah. Everything about him was every single time they started saying, like, oh, he is so clutch. And I would just roll my eyes and be like, get out of here. Are you and then he'd just do it anyways. Yeah. Or he would, he would, that one play that he just won the game for him and he cut the ball when he shouldn't have, backhanded it to the catcher and they, they tagged. I don't even remember. Giambi was safe. Giambi, yeah. He was tagged. He was safe. Well, he, he was, was completely <laughs> tagged. If know. he would have slid, he would have been safe. Yeah. The problem was that he didn't slide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't supposed to have the ball. That's yeah, really that was Im- that yeah. was very impressive what he did. But I mean, everything he did, he was just a winner, and he was. Yeah. Yeah. He just he was a winner. Yeah, um, and he's from Kalamazoo, so you that was like that cool. was my last point. Yeah. yeah, he's a Michigan guy. So. Yeah, that is cool. At least born. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think he was going to go to University of Michigan if he didn't go pro right away. He is a big Michigan fan. Yeah, he's a. Yeah, he's a huge Michigan fan. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So he's yeah. okay in my book now. He went up a little bit. In your yeah, book. yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I always get there with people too. Like I, more than like this is tough for me coming up with four of my favorite players because I have stronger feelings about the the players I cannot stand or I hate. Yeah, we'll do that one eventually. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> That'll be a good. Yeah. yeah. But he was one of those guys that I hated growing up, and then over time my respect for him grew and I was just like, you know what? I can appreciate him at least. So my favorite, least. my favorite memory of Derek Jeter is I forget what year it was when the Tigers played them. I was at Uccello's. It wasn't the year that they, that the Tigers swept them. I think it was game five or something like that. It was a five game series. I think bases might've been loaded with two outs in the ninth and he hit a bomb to right and it just came short. Oh, yeah. I, um, remember I that. was off the bat. It felt like just everything in my world just uh-huh. crumbled. And then yeah. it just ended up being like, Five Nothing. feet short, and I just like the classic. Pumped. It was like four inches off the inside part of the plate, and he hit it straight away right field. Yeah. If that's the way, yeah, that's just what he did. <laughs> I believe all the time. you. I believe you on that. It's like, oh, how did he just do that again? <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good four there, Kyle. Good banana Appreciate boat. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right, Ryan, it is your turn to give us your banana boat of all time favorite athletes. Okay, so I started off a little while ago saying that this is a really difficult list for me to come up with, but the first two are the easiest things. In the whole world. Number one, Barry Sanders. If you're a Detroit Lions fan and you grew up on Barry Sanders, what a privilege it was to watch this guy run. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is still the highlight reel of all NFL highlight reels. I mean, he's always there. He's he's just got an endless supply of these amazing runs, amazing jukes, cutbacks, spins. I, when I was eight years old, the first time I went out on a football field, I got a carry and I spun twice and I cut four <laughs> times and I think I got like three yards and I came back and I'm just like, 
super proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. Like as long as I was like Barry, it was just the moment of my life. I loved it. <laughs> and I've already got my kid. I've already got Ari talking about like his Barry Sanders moves. And I'm also proud of that. But that's I mean, not going to get old in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying watch a spin around this tree. Oh, he will. Yeah. I've seen that a million times. I grew up with your dad, Ari. <laughs> watch him again. Okay, Uncle Sam. <laughs> oh, and he'll, he'll make you watch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, and one of the cool things about it is he did. He had this amazing run, all with just an endless stream of quarterbacks who were awful, yeah. minus Scott Mitchell, ninety-five. But besides that, I mean, they didn't do anything. They never gave him help. His offensive line was always mediocre at best, if not, you know, on the worst end. Mm-hmm. And they never had good ratings or anything. And he would just break those tackles in the backfield, get his five, six, eight-yard run, and then eventually break out his eighty-yard run for a touchdown. And that's what everybody was always waiting for watching the game. I loved it. I my favorite sport was always baseball, but my favorite athlete was always Barry Sanders. Good, nice. I like that one. All right, who's who's next on your list? Oh, I forgot to mention that I collected all of Barry Sanders Wheaties boxes too for a very <laughs> long time. So I had a lot of them. You still got? <laughs> Did he toss those out? In the I have the no most I, recent move. <laughs> uh, no, not that one. But I, I don't know. My parents might have them. I'll have to check. <laughs> yeah, not sure. Player number two, Ken Griffey Jr. I mean, this between Barry Sanders and Griffey, I. Those two guys were my favorite athletes of all time easily because I grew up with them. They were the yeah. best in the game at the time. Ken Griffey Jr. with his left-handed swing. The swing the alone. Best oh, swing in, of butter. all time. I mean, it, it just it just never ended. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's just so long, sh- so short to the ball, but then so long at the end. And he just, yeah, I don't know. I I can't get enough of it. I'd, I also had Ari watching some Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> highlights the other day too. I'm like, hey. If you can learn how to swing a bat left-handed, do it like this. You don't need a bat flip when you have a swing like that. I know, exactly. You don't, that's true. You just drop (laughs) it casually. The way he ended it. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, he was the best athlete on the field for more than a decade. And I I just remember even – I don't even know why I had this uh, on the radio, but when I was growing up, I used to – I always stayed up really, really late. And so I would actually listen to – on the radio, I'd listen to the West Coast games and – for some reason, I always could get Mariners games. So I would be listening to Griffey and just hoping, just every single time he come up to bed, I'd just be like wide awake, sitting up, just waiting for him to hit a home run. And when he did, I'd just start yelling in the middle of the night <laughs> and then wake people up. I, I, I loved it. Absolutely yeah, one loved thing it. with Griffey that, um, obviously I don't remember this, but I know comes up a lot with, with Tigers fans is when he did the crotch grab towards – Sparky Anderson because they walked him like yeah. I think three times in a game and then the last <laughs> at bat he had yeah. a home run and he like grabbed his crotch like three times going around the bases and then I think he swore at, at Sparky Anderson or something like that so there's like he Lions the home run yeah <laughs> so there's Lions fans or sorry Tigers fans that that won't forgive him for that but I mean hands down one of the best best baseball players well that in our lifetime like just loved sure. watching that yeah. game and then the ken the griffey jr too. the ken griffey senior dynamic i mean how cool is that, that where they're playing cool. on the same team at the same time yeah. back-to-back home runs yeah that's awesome yeah for sure uh number Next. three miguel cabrera all right this one brought the tigers back really it was pudge i mean pudge was like the beginning of when the Tigers started becoming relevant again, because we had a bad stretch there in the nineties and mm-hmm. early two thousands. But Miguel Cabrera, when they made that deal, that's what made the whole thing happen. And that's what made our offense go. And it, that was, I, I don't know. I guess I'm a little bit wrong. People will probably be mad at me because Magli Ordonez and that kind mm-hmm. of group was in front of them. But 
I don't know. I love the way the guy plays. He just has so much fun out on the baseball field. I love his swing. I mean, when I was in high school and college, I just watched his swing over and over and over on YouTube, just trying to understand how he could generate that much power, that simple little flick of a wrist. Yeah. And it's just amazing. And and one thing that people don't realize with Miguel Cabrera is he's such a smart baseball player. Yeah. Like they look at him. He's always just a hitter. He's just a hitter. He's, he's not anything like that. He, he's changing like things pitch by pitch and he's baiting the pitcher. Yep. Like with, with like a random pitch, like he's, well, I'm going to be behind this one to fool you basically. Like he's so far ahead. I love that too. Mentally. It's, it's, I love when athletes are just always strategically ahead of people and they're always trying to get the leg up and that's what he's doing. Even, even when he's having fun, he's still baiting people. Yeah. I was going to say that because he's hilarious. Oh yeah. (laughs) He has a good time playing baseball, which is cool. And it's too bad that he's, I, I hope that, I know that they said he's going to be full-time DH moving forward. Last year they said that. I hope that that's not the case. I know he's he's getting into a really good shape and stuff, which is exciting. I hope he that's gets cool. to get out on first base because he has such a good time out there. Oh, he does. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope his injuries kind of straighten out because yeah. he could still hit. He just needs his body to, to work Cooperate. out. Cooperate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's not. The fourth, this is the <laughs> hardest pick for me. I've got so many guys written down because I'm trying to pick one of them. So I'm going to read my little list here. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, Holy I mean, this salt. is between, like... All right, so check our, our <laughs> Facebook page, yeah, and you can vote on Ryan's fourth one here. Pudge Rodriguez. We got, like, so, yeah. a list of 60 here. Pudge Rodriguez, the dude played catcher like an infielder. I absolutely loved him. And then he went to the Tigers. I'm like, this is even better. I like your decision. All right. Justin Same. Verlander, <laughs> Nolan Ryan, Cecil Fielder was my original favorite player. Yep. Uh, Deion Sanders, just we're, we were talking about athletes earlier, and he is just an amazing athlete playing baseball and football. And, and not even not, – I mean, football, he's playing cornerback too, so you could argue that those are some of the hardest positions to play. Uh, Tracy McGrady was one of my favorite basketball players for a really, really long time. The rivalry with Kobe was awesome. But I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. He's my fourth. I, I didn't – I wasn't the most into basketball for a long time, but Jordan's stretch when he came back after Space Jam, you know, that whole Space Jam story. Yeah. Was one of the and partly because of Space Jam too, but <laughs> I, I just I love Space the Jam One or Space Jam Two. Are we talking LeBron and Space Jam Two? I don't even want to talk or about Space that. Jam. Also, don't even do that. <laughs> they better not butcher. You said that Space thing. Jam Two. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the greatest basketball player in the history of the game of right. the NBA. Oh, I'm talking breaks. about Michael Jordan. Right. So, anyways, he. I just I, the run in the 1997 and 98 was awesome. I loved it, and that's what kind of got me into basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I remember uh, Grandma and Grandpa had a, a VHS upstairs at their house where with just Michael Jordan highlights. It was probably just like a one-year highlight reel. But it oh, was really? Just, yeah, I remember I used to always watch that. I actually have. So I have a VHS of Barry Sanders <laughs> and all of his runs. And I could, it, it still works? We, we didn't wear that out growing uh, up? I probably did. I don't know. I can still <laughs> quote it, so I don't need it anymore. Yeah. But uh, And I also have a Michael Jordan, a Best of Michael Jordan yeah. Yeah, DVD collection. It's really fun. <laughs> Donnie and I have watched it a lot together. <laughs> I bet. And that's what gets them from 6 to midnight. <laughs> 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 Sammy, you're up, buddy. Thank you, Micah. Yeah, so I have two of the same ones, so I'll start with those two. Um, I had Barry Sanders. Uh, he's simply the greatest of all time. Um, he was in his prime when I really fell in love with the Lions and just started enjoying the game of football as a kid. Um, just going home to watch the game with my dad or going to Ryan's, and we would watch the game together. Um, just watching him was was just so much fun. He was just unbelievable. Uh, I wanted to bring up a bunch of stats, but I don't think it does it justice because – 
it wasn't the numbers. Even though he had such incredible numbers at times, it was like it got cut short because he decided to quit. That's also kind of why we loved him, though, right? Yeah. Because he was so – I mean, when he scored a touchdown, he, he was handed humble. the ball Oh, off, I love that. Never celebrated. Yeah. He, was just, he was not in it about the stats. And everything in me just wanted to yell and just be like, just be the best. <laughs> yeah. Just care about Tried that. Tried to be the best. <laughs> but he just Tell didn't. everybody – yeah, he, he didn't, did. And that's why we loved it. Yeah, for sure. So he was, he was on my list as well. Um, and then Miguel Cabrera as well. I, I mean, when the Tigers trade for him, I think it was 2008 – um, it was it was basically just a sign of the Tigers going all in. You, obviously, you had 2006, which was kind of a, you know, a massive surprise and very exciting. But then you had a, another couple of years that wasn't so hot. And then when they went for for in 2008 for Miguel Cabrera, it was basically like, all right, we're going all in, and we're going to be all in for like while this guy is in his prime. This is what we're going to do. He's going to lead us to a championship. Obviously, it didn't turn out well, but. Um, that's it, what it was just kind of the he did his job ste- though. Oh, definitely. I and mean, it was the step yeah, for the Tigers to be like this is what we're going to do. We're going to try to do this for Mike Elch. We're going to get try to get you guys a championship and that was so exciting. And obviously he had some great years. Um his biggest season yet. He had he had eight straight years of hitting over 300 um with a high of 348 in 2013. And then he also won the Triple Crown in 2012 batting 330, 44 home runs, 139 RBIs. I mean, he, the guy was insane. And I, I know it's hard to, for Tigers fans, and a lot of people are getting angry at how much he's getting paid and production and stuff like that. I get the anger, but just remember the good times of that guy, please, because we can't let we let, let's not let a couple bad years ruin it because it's still not his fault. I mean, if there was a decent team around him, he would be putting up numbers and he would be he would be productive enough for obviously not what he's getting paid, but none of them are. But you know what I mean. That's it's what basically happens to a lot of long-term contracts. Well, it just yeah. is what it is. You pay long-term for that short-term possibility of Definitely. winning something. Yep. So then I'll, I'll go to uh, two that weren't on Ryan's list. Uh, Steve Eisenman, over 150, 100, 1,500 games played. He was eight shy of 700 goals, which is just terrifying. Like, just play another year and get those yeah, eight goals, man, please. Because you play deserve half a year. You <laughs> deserve <laughs> 700. So yeah. um, he was basically just he. He was the guy for for my favorite team, you know. In in an era that you know, in in that era there was always somebody better than Iserman, but in my eyes he was he was he was the greatest because he was winning those cups. He was he was gritty. He was a true leader on a team that was that was very successful. And I think that's one of the coolest things about him is, is he was truly a good leader and a good human being yeah. inside of a locker room that that needed somebody like that. Um, just I, I love that about him. Um, when when you look back on him nowadays, do you actually think that there was always somebody better than him, or or just a scorer that he didn't? I mean, that just outscored him. But there, was there somebody better than him on the ice? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I, he he played a lot with Gretzky, like the same area as Gretzky. Uh, it was more the back end of Gretzky's career when Eisman was in his prime. But then, I mean, you had other guys coming in and out. Um, oh, I, mean, I was thinking Joe Sackick was was really good, and oh, he had yeah, okay. Forsberg that was really good. Um, Mario Lemieux, Mario Lemieux was, was in there. He had a couple years off, but like he was never just the V guy. But then when he started winning cups, it was then he was getting the respect he deserved, even though he was kind of yep. doing it on one leg for the most part. And yeah. when he lifted that cup in 97, I still get teary eyed watching that picture with all the flashes in the background and the players all excited. Like that guy, well, he was my favorite. He was the first one that me and my dad connected on and just yeah. kind of went with that. So, and now he's he's leading the the uh, organization again. So, um he he's probably my number one guy. So, but we're not ranking them. We're just giving our four. 
right? Oh, you sure. can the, give your totally free to there, There's enough room. Of, there's no banana. Like, everybody gets their spot in the banana boat, right? So yeah, someone's better be someone's got to be up front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the very nature but of is it. But <laughs> is the front the best seat, though? In a banana boat, yeah. No, because the back, you get whipped around a little better. You get the better air. And you get a bad back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. So I had a hard time with the four, with my fourth one. Um, there, there was a few that came to mind. Are but you going to list 20 of them or no? No, I'm not no. going to do that. I, um, I didn't even think of Roger Federer <laughs> until we started talking pre-show. That very well could have made the list. Andy Roddick actually was one of my favorite tennis players. Um, and I really liked tennis in high school and, and stuff. Um, but I'm going to go with Tiger Woods. Um, he, he made me start watching golf and enjoying the game. Um, I don't watch it unless he's really in contention. I'm one of those guys. Sorry, but <laughs> that's just who I am. I'm not going to waste my time. You, you and um, most of the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not going to be, well, no, I'm a golf fan. I'm, gonna, I'm an I'm, avid watcher. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that guy. Um, and, and I just remember like sitting at, at Grandma and Grandpa's house on Sundays. You know, During majors, we would all sit and watch Tiger. You know, and he was dominating the field, and just it, just like watching our dads and grandpa just marvel at at him was so fun. And and then I, when he won the Masters, and obviously he had a rough patch there, and you know, sex addiction and drugs and all that stuff is is too bad. He's not a good guy off the course necessarily, but I don't really care about that. And I'm talking about my favorite athletes. Yeah. Um, but then when he ended, he came back and won the Masters last year was was pretty dang cool. I remember sitting on the couch with Easton watching this, and, and he, he never watched golf or whatever, but um, now he knows Tiger is a golfer, so he sits and watches the golf with me, and it's bad to hit in the, in the water, right, Dad? Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't, you're not supposed to hit in the water, right? No, you're not supposed to hit in the water, buddy. That is that Tiger Wizard or no? No, that's not Tiger. Tiger wears a red shirt, right, Dad? Yep, Tiger wears a red shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just fun. It's like, a cool moment with yeah. your son, though. Yeah, and it was just fun watching, the, watching him win the, the Masters and – sitting there with with him and it was kind of like a full circle type thing so um I, I, that's a good one probably it isn't is. shouldn't be on my list but I, he is so. no that's a good one i like it because yeah. he he made so many people just like you said a golf fan yeah it doesn't matter for how long like even if it was just for a few years he made people a fan for for him yeah yeah and, and even still i mean he's still going at it. he's won a major last year you never know what he's going to do this year and um hopefully he wins more i just i like being a part of the greatest of all times and you know when you got brady i think he's the greatest of all time he almost made the list you got tiger who's probably the greatest golfer but then you have the people that argue well no it was this guy it was that guy i want it to be my era okay so stop telling me it was before my time that he's the greatest of all time because i'm sick of hearing like for me it's lebron's the greatest of all time because i got to see him playing growing up Tiger is the greatest, and Crosby's probably the best hockey player of all time, and all that stuff. So um, that hurts saying that, but it's probably true. So they just showed him assisting on a, right on a shower there. there. Yeah, yeah, it's minus one rating. Still wears the greatest of all time. <laughs> all right, well that was, that was fun. I, I enjoyed doing the banana boat topic with you guys, talking about our our best players, our favorite. Athletes well, of all time. You did it yourself. I said it myself. Best. It's I've been best, correcting you guys favorite. all day about that. Um, <laughs> are, you gonna, we, are you going to be mad at yourself? Like yeah, you I'm actually going to cut that out. <laughs> uh, let, restart. Cut it off. Uh, we'll get this thing going. Wave to the wave camera. To the camera. Um, no, it was a good time. So uh, we are going to introduce a new segment. So it's going to get a little slow around here. So we wanted to find a way to kind of 
keep things going. You guys can learn a little bit more about us personally. So we came up with King Kyle's Stanley Cup of questions. You won't understand the King or the Stanley Cup part unless you're watching the YouTube video. So check that out. Um, but we got a cup full of questions that Kyle's going to throw at us, and we're going to have a good time with it. So Kyle, we actually came up with a song today. The theme, little theme music. A little for theme it. music. So if you want to kick that off here, there we go. Oh and yeah, Kyle, a you nice can. Nice little background. So this is this is your segment from moving forward. So this was your one introduction. We'll from now on, when you hear I'll the music, it. Kyle's taking over. So Kyle, it's all you. I'm turning my mic off. So when you're in the mood, <laughs> thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> then we hit this. All right. So what this game is called Table Topics. I believe somebody played it at one point, or you guys? Played yeah, it we played it uh, this past week up, up at, north in at, Traverse City. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we do. We have a Stanley Cup. You got to watch on YouTube. We have a Stanley Cup here that Sam has crafted from numerous, numerous, <laughs> numerous <laughs> items and yeah. tinfoil. It's a beaut. Uh, it's a beaut, yeah. It has not seen a, a championship time, right? win yet. Ever since my mom took her bowl back, they haven't won. So <laughs> I might have to steal oh, it. You need to get that back. <laughs> yeah. I'm not happy about it. All right. So we got some good questions here. All Let's right, do so it. Let's get this thing this rolling. Thing Let's grab one. Ooh, good. Okay. This is interesting. I think you guys will like this. In what era would you like to have grown up in? This era. For yeah, me, see, it's I this era. I love it. So, like, the reason why I say this is because, so, this is going to be just real quick, but I see on the Instagram, like, I, I follow, like, hashtag office, like the office show. Yeah. And there's one that comes up and says, just think, out of all the millions of years, you got to live in the era of the office. The office. So. Yeah. That's why I'm saying now. Wait, seriously? That was something that came up? <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've the guy like who's whenever, yeah. whenever yeah. you have a bad day, just remember that you grew up in the era of The Office. Yeah. So by <laughs> and everything else that goes on. <laughs> exactly. The guy that sits right across from me in The Office brought the, this up to me the other day. He's like, just think about any of the decades we could have been born in. Like, we are living in the eight to five era. Yeah. It's like, it's not a bad era, but it's just like, this is what we have to live with for the, for our entire lives. Mm. And so we just had this talk, but it probably came from that post that you saw. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm going to call him out on it when I see him next. For Pretty sure. Good. I think this is the era. I think I agree, era. though. We, do we all kind of agree? Micah, too? The, the only thing I don't like about this era is all of our Michigan teams suck. But, no, Micah, what, what's, oh. what era would you live in? It, it, somewhere between the 60s and 70s, I I, I don't know. Really, just he's a hard rocker, so he would uh, he would love yeah. to like be a part of the drug era, <laughs> headbanger, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, for for all the cars coming out, the, the the Mustangs, the Corvettes, the the muscle cars, all those being introduced to the world. Yeah. I, I just I would love to be around just when they were in pristine condition coming out of the factory. It would be so special. I like cool. it. Cool. Good answer. Let's go All again. Right. Let's, Let's go again. Get the next one going. Almost knocked your cup over there. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. If money were no object, what kind of party would you throw? Oh man. Give me like what? a give me like a theme. Oh, I know. A theme or a kind All right, of party. Go for it, Micah. The Great Gatsby type party. That would be pretty sweet. So first of all, my party would be in Hawaii. <laughs> Money's no object. Money's man, no so object. Yeah. So I'm paying for everybody to go to Hawaii, and it's going to be on the beach, and I don't know some like huts on the on the ocean or something. That would be that would be mine. I can don't know. can nice. it be a party for one? Because I would just Par- go go by myself. <laughs> yes. For. You know, a couple weeks maybe. That's fantastic. That's it just, like a it great just says, party. What kind of party would you throw? That's yeah, it. yeah, that's the kind of party I would throw. Um, FaceTime would be optional. 
right. with the kids and the wife. Yeah. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think I'd be with Ryan. Like I'd be destination party. Yeah. And it probably wouldn't be a huge group either. So. Pool party oh, this summer at my house. That, that's what I would go. throw. Yeah. The company, company <laughs> we'll there. Yeah, yeah, company pool party. Yeah. yeah. No, it's right. a good one. Let's grab it with like one. four couples or something. That'd be good though. Yeah, just a destination <laughs> with four couples. Yes. Perfect. I'm game. Okay. If you knew, this would be a quick one. If you knew you wouldn't get hurt, would you rather skydive or view sharks from an underwater cage? Skydive. I think that would be a bigger rush for me, yeah. personally. And you know you're not going to get hurt, so. That's the one thing that that's the one thing holding me back from actually skydiving. I hate heights. I am terrified of skydiving. But if I knew I wasn't going to get hurt and I could guarantee, like, yeah, I, w- I would skydive because it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, same here. I I love the feeling of flying. I would do it in a heartbeat. Except I just I don't want to make my wife a widow yeah and make my kids you <laughs> right. know, not have or die hug. yeah have a dad <laughs> well yeah for just a stupid reason to like yeah i just want to have fun you know like I don't know, <laughs> oh like, this is so much fun and then you're dead yeah and then you're dead <laughs> i should i should have done it before what all idiot. that but i didn't idiot <laughs> what, what is that idiot? from a uh, wedding crash yeah. yes. <laughs> his hand gliding oh, look oh hey look at me take a picture and dead, dead. dead. <laughs> michael you've gone skydiving Sky i was gonna say from I, experience yeah. it okay, was yeah. amazing yeah, Mike, uh, Mike has already done it. I so would, yeah. I would he, do it a hundred times. Here's a question: over. Would you rather bungee jump or skydive? Skydive. 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 I'm terrified of the whiplash from from bungee jumping. See, I'm, bun- I'm sure they I'm don't down. have it, but I feel like it would. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, see, I think mine would be bungee jumping. I've seen too many fails in bungee jumping. Yeah. I've watched too many stupid videos. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do either, unless I knew I wasn't going to get hurt. Like Wait, unless like Kyle, you didn't answer, did you? Oh, skydive. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, sharks like I. Who cares? They're sweet animals. They're sweet. Yeah, like, it's cool. They're they have cool, shark week. They have shark week. Sure. Yeah, we just yeah. put we put the TV everything. in three D mode, and you're good. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> this one a little. What do we got? What change would you most like to make for your health? For my health, what? Oh, would you man. make? What would you do better for your health? I I can answer this one because this year I want to do a five or a triathlon. Which right. includes a 5K, but so exercise. Would, yeah, yeah. I, well, I wanna, I wanna just do a triathlon whenever I want. I wanna yeah. be in that kind of shape. I'm actually doing a half marathon in May. What? Yeah, really? Andrea signed me up on Saturday. Andrea, <laughs> half marathon? You yeah. knew she was doing it. No, no. Really? I was. I actually. Wow. So uh, I've been trying to lose weight and trying to exercise a little more this this year. I was gonna say and, something, but I didn't want to offend you. And uh, <laughs> what that I needed to lose weight or that I've lost weight? Which one would be more offensive? I don't know. But you've lost um, weight. No comment. I was playing hockey on Sunday. <laughs> I was playing defense, and I'm sitting there next to the bench. Someone goes to me, "Hey, 33, you're looking fat lately." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, that is." I hurtful. turn around. I'm like, "Did you just call me fat?" Right. And they're like. You know, they all look at each other. Like half of them are obviously bigger than me. There's one skinny guy in the bench. They're all like pointing at him. I'm like, hey, I'm. It hurts even more because I'm down like eight pounds right now, and you still think I'm fat. But the funny part is, is they won the draw, and I shot from the point and scored for my third one of the game. Oh. Winner, winner, Hat winner, trick. winner. I won that one. I turned to him like I put a little fat into that one, didn't I? <laughs> awesome. I'm using it to my advantage. Yeah, Did exactly. you grab your nuts like Griffey? <laughs> yeah, right. I hope so. Um, I don't remember what the question was. Half oh. marathon. Wait, oh I'll, yeah. I'll go back so, to the half marathon. So I would like to be able to just run without my legs hurting. Yeah. And not getting bored because that, that's really my biggest thing is like I can run for a decent amount of time, um, but I just get bored with it. So, um, All right, so May, I'll do it with you. Are you I, I told Andrew I don't want Ryan to do it with me because what? then it gets too competitive. 
And then all of a sudden, I'm going to have to, yeah, you're going to kill me, and then I'm going to be disappointed in myself. It's going to get too competitive. (laughs) Yeah, I'll win. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll see. I mean, you can if you want. I mean, there's going to be, like, thousands of people doing it. So Ryan, he can't stop you. (laughs) you. What about you, Micah? Do you have one? Ah, just... I would like a better back. Yeah. That's just just in general. I got a bad back. Stop right. drinking beer. That'd be my Yeah, I know. Yeah, I gonna, can't. <laughs> I'm gonna not happening. What's yours, Kyle? I'm gonna step out of this one. I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> I think I think we can answer it for you, but we'll leave that. Yeah. So Mike, you got a week back, huh? When did that start <laughs> happening? About a week back. <laughs> hey! I've never heard that before. That was okay. good. How do we cut his mic? Yeah, <laughs> cut him off. Okay. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> um this may be one that we don't all answer, but okay. it could be good. Uh, what's the funniest advice your mother ever gave you? Oh, boy. If you can think of something. I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can think of anything. No. I don't got one. Sorry. Yeah, maybe sorry. <laughs> maybe a few for my dad. My mother's not yeah. funny. You better She's burn a that saint. card. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the mothers out of what's this. What's your favorite dessert? That's easy. Oh, man. I love vanilla ice cream stirred up with my cake. So, you, like, you have the cake. You put it in the same bowl as the ice cream. You mix it so it's all mixed together. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Cheesecake Jeez. with strawberries on top. Good bowl. Love it. So, I'm going to – it's a toss-up between tiramisu Ooh, fancy. and creme brulee. Oh, oh both geez. fancy. Look at this guy traveling to different what? countries talking I about. I just I can't pass it up. Desserts in other yeah, countries, but I mean every I mean they're everywhere. You can get them anywhere you want. It's true, I guess. I but so good, and I've it was my thing to just try it from everywhere, and I'm just gonna keep that my thing for a long time. Nice, like Kyle. It. What's yours? But key I'm gonna be the wrong. Key lime pie. I, I thought I like Micah that. was gonna go yeah. key lime pie. I thought you might. That's, too. A, yeah. that's a close yeah. second. Yeah, I very close like second. Nice. It's a good one. There's a lot of questions in there. I like this. Yeah, this is fun. Ooh, okay. Well, this might be obvious, but which sports team has the best mascot? Oh man, Kyle, you should you should go first with this one. <laughs> I think he's gonna go Sparty. I can't yeah, say that, Sparty. It, it, yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah. and I think that's a fair one. A Spartan warrior, I think, is a great mascot. Yeah, Ryan, do you have one? I should have an opinion about this. I liked the. I think it was. Oh man, what was the team out of out of Seattle? The Seattle Supersonics. Oh okay. Their mascot was like this big gorilla guy, right? It was. Yeah, yes. and this, I mean that guy would do the craziest. Like he would do oh, like yeah. double and triple flips into a dunks Wait, and everything. Was that the Sonics or was that the Jazz? I thought it was, was the Sonics. The Suns. It might be. No, You're it was probably it was right. during the era with Sean Kemp right. and Gary Payton, and okay. it, it was just it was awesome. I. I remember watching a um, an inside stuff where they went through the mascots, <laughs> and that guy was my favorite. So yeah. that's the only one that came to mind. I, I I really like what Gritty's doing. He's he's new for Philadelphia Flyers, um, but I think the Philly fanatic is is one of the funniest ones. Oh yeah, he, he, he does yeah, a good job. He a good he's job. good. Micah, what what's the mascot for the Mets? Mister Matt. Yeah, Mister Matt. The yeah, he's just just classic baseball yeah. head. Classy guy. It's a good one. Right? Classy. Yeah. 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 The music is filling in really nice. It is. I like yeah. it. What would you most like to do for somebody else if you had the money and time? All right. I One thing that Andrew and I talk about all the time is if we had the money, we would love to just take a big group of our friends and pay for all of their vacations to go somewhere with us. 
like yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are like, yeah, I would love for you to have that. Yeah, let's <laughs> do that. Please find your way into <laughs> yeah. a bunch of money. Can, yeah. you, can you work on that, please? Yeah, yeah. I've been trying. That's I, what this podcast is supposed to do is not even so much for me. I've always... <laughs> it's causing me. Good luck, yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to pay off a whole bunch of people's mortgage. That'd be really That's cool. A great that would be a good one. Just yeah. to like, not just give them money, just like free money, yes. but just be like, Hey, let's make you independent. And, and right. then yeah. give you that. And see how you freedom. do with yeah. it yeah. 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 <laughs> until they sell the house two minutes later. And you're like, what the heck? Hey, <laughs> you're supposed to have no mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> buy a bigger one, go back yeah. into debt. Like, well, <laughs> you know, do you want to do it again? Yeah, exactly. That's something. Yeah. I know some people. Micah. Uh, well, Brian stole my thunder. I, 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 I want to pay off all my family's mortgages but more than that what i really want to do is actually buy a massive chunk of land and create my own street and bring (laughs) no and honestly bring all my family to live on the street all together yes yeah make them beg just yeah. <laughs> that would be fun just too. a dream Micah of controls mine. the power. So, <laughs> yeah. so as Dave Ramsey would say, what are you doing to get to that goal? <laughs> to, make, to make that a reality. Saving my pennies. <laughs> Kyle, do you have do you have one? I do. Mine is a little um I've actually thought about this a lot. Or maybe not a lot, but um we have some causes, me and my wife, that are very near and dear to us in terms of high risk pregnancy. Okay. Um and the kind of diseases those are put the women at a certain level of risk and a lot of these women are maybe they're not married or maybe they don't the 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 married couple doesn't have the funds to do this or to do that to so to open a house or something like that um a place that they could go if they are going to go through kind of some of the things that we went through yeah um Just to help that, them when they're in need yeah that's basically because it's such a financial um constraint we've been so blessed by that um that I think it would be something that we've talked about, like a foundation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, very yeah. cool. That's awesome. Okay. We got, we got time for one more? We got time for one more. Let's do it. Let's do it. Make it a good one, Kyle. Right. I'm excited. It's short. He said make do it a good it? one. Do we need to skip it? Or? I'm going to save that one. Okay. When you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? I, I wanted to play professional hockey. There's no question, but I was asked one time, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I said, "A dad." Oh, and that's you what did I it. I did say that when I was very young, but I mean, financially, I wanted to be a professional hockey. But there's no sure. money in being a dad. I don't know if you guys know that or not. No. Yeah, I know. I that. thought you'd make money doing. I'm it, losing on this. Yeah, it's <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> a weird deal. Doesn't work. That, yeah, <laughs> like a lot. I was money. an idiot Lots back then. I was so pocket. dumb. <laughs> that was a bad answer, but no, it's a good answer. <laughs> Still to this day, man, it's just a childhood dream. Baseball? Nope, nope. Being a rock star. Rock star. I love it. That's why I wanted to be in the seventies or eighties. No, 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 no. Partially. No, no. I, I, I. That was for the drugs. Remember? I (laughs) dreamt about making a living playing music. I love music so much. You kill it at church, though. Uh, and that drum kit back there. Yeah. I, uh, I just do my job. <laughs> I rock out on Sundays. There you go. <laughs> For me, it was it was always being a baseball player, yeah. professional baseball. Uh, I mean, that's kind of just – a lot of our childhood was always about sports. But after that, I wanted to be a pilot. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's then I awesome. tried. And, cool. uh, and then they didn't let me join <laughs> the military. So 
Uh, pilot was mine as well. Was it really? That's what? I, yeah, really? what? yeah. Yep. crazy. Hold on. If if you could fly one thing, what would it be? Oh, I mean a fighter, a, a jet, a fighter. Which one? Pilot. There's oh, airplane and helicopter. You think I know this? Oh, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just figured I'd learn it when I got in. F-16 Tomcat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one. It's an F fourteen. F fourteen. My dad's F-16. gonna be pissed. I mean, in this day and age, it'd be like a, it'd be that F thirty five, probably. Yeah, probably. Which is like the stealth fighter. Yeah. How about the you? Newest. Yeah, F thirty five. The lightning. Yeah, dude, it's sick. <laughs> it's so sweet looking. <laughs> Very good. So that was our first. Actually, Kyle, you're the one that has to close this, this yeah, segment sorry. out. Sorry, that'll be the first. One. Are we doing this every week? I mean, not, you're uh, not every week. Every once in a while, we'll mix. Well, it we got to fill it in. Uh, when you hear the music, it's you'll fun. know it's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Or good. if you see the Stanley Cup in the video. That's true, too. If you see that coming, you know it's coming. all set. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So is that time in the show for Kyle to strike up the music? Yes. I love it. It's not there yet. And make some picks. But before we do, I want to remind everyone to stop into the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe for your game days, date nights, business lunches, and your nights out with your friends. Whatever is going on, the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is the right pick. Uh, they have Taco Tuesdays, My Stein favorite. Night on Wednesdays, and greatly deals for club members and everybody else in this world. So stop at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe in Standale, Michigan, Walker, Michigan. It's a great, great stuff. Good stuff. Um, it's the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2020. Mm. So Love it. We'll keep that going. Uh, so I did forget to tally the the results from two weeks ago, so I'm going to give you guys that first. So two weeks ago, Micah led the way with a 6-2 and two record. I went 4-4. Four and four. Kyle and Ryan both went 3-5. and five. Uh, That made the standings. Ryan with 51, Kyle 49, Micah 48, and me in last for 47. But things changed again last week when Ryan had a very nice bounce back week going 8-0. Oh. Yeah, baby. Kyle also had a good week with going 6-2, and two. Micah 5-3, and three, and me 4-4. Four and four. So after week 20, we got two weeks left. After Super Bowl Sunday, we're done with the DeHops Brewing Company and Cafe picks of the week. After week 20, Ryan has 59 points, Kyle 55, Micah's in third with 53, and I am bringing up the rear with 51. But it's still anybody's game. We got four picks this week. They're cheesy ones because there's no football, so it makes it a little more difficult. But we're going to do our normal Pistons and Red Wings. I threw in Michigan and Michigan State basketball, so... Um, we'll get this thing rolling here. Ryan's going to start with us. So we're going to start with Pistons. They're home against Sacramento, Memphis, Brooklyn, and Cleveland. Four-game home street. Home game stand? Home stand? Yeah. Four-game home stand? Yep, got it. Over, under, I set it at one and a half wins with those four games. Oh, I'm, I'm supposed to you start now. You are first. Okay. You go now. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for my cue. Uh, uh, there. <laughs> do, do. <laughs> this is this is actually harder than it should be because I believe in the Pistons right now. I picked them last week. They're playing good basketball, but Sacramento, Memphis, Brooklyn, those are those are three tough games. Especially with Kyrie Irving back, isn't it? So. And Kyrie's back, yeah. yeah. And then and then Cleveland's always a tough I don't know, they're kind of evenly matched. Yeah. They're young guys for the Pistons that have been playing really, really well lately. I'm going to go under on this one. I don't like it, but I think they're just going to kind of fall back to earth. Kyle? Over. Kyle's going over. I'm going over as well. Uh, Reggie Jackson's coming back. He's going to have a little pep in his step, I think. So the reason I think they're going to lose. Probably. You're probably actually, right on that. I didn't uh, know that. So That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Micah, where are you going with this one? Over. 
And I'm going to change the under so I can catch Mike. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to catch Mike at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll jump down to the Red Wings. They only play one game before the All-Star break. Under. Will they win? No. Against Minnesota. Ryan says no. I did over under half a point, so even an overtime loss would would get this over. So you still going under? Under. Kyle. Under. I'm going to go over to be different. It's, it's working well for you. Micah. Under. You know, Sam, you started this strategy like eight weeks ago. <laughs> I know, and it hasn't worked. <laughs> and it's hurt you every week, almost. Yeah. There's like one week it's been good. <laughs> Everybody be nice. We're losing them again. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Michigan basketball plays against Penn State, Illinois, and then Nebraska. They're at Nebraska. Over, under, one and a half wins for a struggling Michigan basketball team. Ryan. I will go over. They will figure it out. They're too good not to. Mm-hmm. Kyle. Over. Micah. Over. I'm going to go over as well. Dang it. Wow. All right. MSU plays at <laughs> Indiana and at Minnesota. Will they go 2-0? Ryan? Yes. I think recently Cassius Winston got that awful, terrible game out of the way. He won't do it again. They're going to win. Kyle. Easy day. I'm going to say no. I think they're going to lose one of them. It's tough to play on the road in the Big Ten right now. So, why not? Now, yeah, you actually you have a good point. There. I'm not saying either. They're not. I mean, they should win both these games, but two games on the road in one week isn't always easy. So, I'm going go, yes. I'm, why am I going before Micah? I should be going last. No, no, that's the way he's okay. standing. And I did that. All right, restart. You jumped right in. How do you can okay. be angry at yourself? <laughs> You looked at me and my computer like, <laughs> can you restart that? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know why. No, I can't. Yeah, no, <laughs> did, what did you say? Over or under? Or yes or no? I didn't say over or under. I said yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they go on 2-0 and on me. So that is it. So, you, Kyle, you can shut off the music already. We only Cut got it. through it a couple times. It. Yeah. Perfect. Love Done. it. Does nice and quick. That just, I, I know I'm going to go 4-0. and I don't feel good about not betting on the Pistons. Even though it was the right choice, I don't like it. I like betting on this young guy, <laughs> this young group, like Seiko and, yeah, all those. Yeah. All right, well, just tell us your, your beer grade for the day. Oh, yeah. So, tied down to Michigan IPA uh, out of Grand Armory Brewing in Grand Haven. I I really like this. I mean, I I went dark beer for a while, and lately I've just – I think I just needed to mix it up a little bit, so I wanted something more of the juicy – IPA type, and uh, this really hit the spot. I'm going to give this a really good grade. I'll go 8-6. 8-6. Really wow. easy. It is a good grade. Yeah, really easy to drink. I think I think I, I might just like uh, give one to each of you so you can try it too. I, I definitely want to try one. I love that. Yeah. I definitely want to try one. Kyle, you're up next. Yes. Lager of the Lakes from Bell's. Um, I haven't said it in a while, so I'm going to say it right now. Nothing. There's nothing to write home about. Oh, there you go. <laughs> hey. there I feel ends. like I took like 20 weeks off or something. Yeah, that was a long uh, time. No, it, it's fine. It's a, it's a, it's an okay beer. Uh, six point two. Six two. Micah, I've got double tap from White Flame Brewing in Hudsonville. It's a crisp, clean session IPA, four and a half percent. Um. You know, very similar to Kyle's beer. It, it's it's an okay beer. Um, it's easy to drink. I'll go with a 6.9. All 
All right. I'm drinking from Perrin Brewing Company in Comstock Park, Michigan. Uh, coffee latte. It's very coffee. A lot of chocolate in it, too. Yeah. And it, it was good at first. It's like a good one one, one beer. The sip you like gave me was, was good. Yeah, it, yeah. Very good flavor. It's just a little too sweet, maybe. Is it, is it something you'd start with or something you'd end with? I'd love to end my night with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which I'm doing tonight. That's so. what you're doing. Yeah, but I'm ending yeah. with multiples. I don't remember how many, but probably three. Enough. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have drank that much, being on my diet and all, but... Um, 25K, here we come. Yeah, yeah. So that is what I uh, drank. And I, did I give it a grade? Nope. No, I nope. didn't. Nope. I'm going to go with a... You need a number. <laughs> I'm going to go with a 6-4. Ooh, a lot of sixes. So mm. we had three okay beers and... So I really liked my beer, and you guys all were just... a high number. Eh, yeah. mm-hmm. Not so much. For sure. So, well, that was episode 39. We had a good time. I like talking. I like doing our favorite athletes, and I like doing the questions. That was a lot of fun. So. At some point, we need to do the least favorite athletes or the athletes we hate the most. We will definitely do that. I have so many <laughs> yeah. of those. It's on my list. I have so many. I do. <laughs> well, we only have four. So Episode 39. Stay tuned. We're Stay almost tuned. over the hill. Yes. Yeah. Episode 40. 25, epi- or 25 athletes you hate the most. I would be all over that. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be fun. That would be like a collaborative list or something yeah. that we'll have to do but That's mine. well fun. thank you all for listening thank you all for watching thank you guys for recording as always i appreciate it love being part of this we'll talk to you guys next week if not sooner